Hello and welcome to season two, episode two of Kaylee Talks. Um, I forgot to do this in the last one, but it's the podcast where I talk about whatever I can with whoever I well, no, whatever I want with whoever I can. Fucking hell, I don't even know my own podcast intro. Although I might change it because um, people keep telling me that they just like it when I do it by myself. Um, I know I've only had one guest on it and they said they enjoyed Olivia being on it and I enjoyed having Olivia on it. Um, but they kept saying, you know, they don't think I need anybody. And you know what? Bretman Rock said it best. If you're a star, you don't need a co-star. And I'm a fucking star. No. Um, <laughs> by the way, that was a Drag Race reference for anyone who didn't get it. When Cheryl Hole was like, I'm a fucking star. And she was like crying her eyes out. But yeah, so, <coughs> excuse me, I'm still a little bit sick, by the way, so if I'm coughing on this, like, I'm I'm sorry about it, you can just switch it off, like, it's really not that big a deal. Um, I, <laughs> thanks so much for all the feedback as well on that first episode of the second season. I obviously talked about lying, if you haven't listened to it, please go and listen to it. Um, I was pure scared to post it in case people, like, didn't give a shit anymore and people weren't listening. Um, they were like, oh, like, Kaelin's doing his little podcast again, I don't give a fuck, but the numbers kind of stayed the same and there's actually been a few more, which is really cool, fun, exciting and really sexy. Um, so thank you very much for that. It was very slapdash. I just, as I said in the podcast, I was like, my brain was just like, get up right now and record a podcast about lying. <laughs> so I literally, I literally got off my chair and was like, okay, I'm walked upstairs. Um, so yeah, that was really, really fun and cool. Um, so yeah, I might change my podcast intro. Because it's supposed to be welcome to Kaylee the welcome back to Kaylee Talks the podcast where I talk about whatever I want with whoever I can. But people have been telling me I don't need to talk about anything with anyone because I do just fine talking to myself. And as I mentioned in the podcast last week, I whisper out loud, and I was doing it today and didn't realize that um, Stephen was here, and he was fucking downstairs, and he heard me being like. And he was like, who the fuck are you talking to? I was like, no one. <laughs> so my psychosis continues. Um, but yes, yeah, so the last topic was about lying. And you know, I love to lie. Um, this topic, we're going to continue the the themes of, oh my God, should I do this? Should I do, uh, this has just come to me right now in the moment. Should I do like seven episodes on the seven deadly sins and talk about how I feel about each sin. I don't know what the seven deadly sins are, but I've done lying already. I think that's one of them. And today's episode, as you can see from the title, is about death. Death. It's about death, dying, and being dead. <laughs> um, I am none of the none of the above. Uh, thankful. Well, actually, that's not true. That's not true. Again, more lies. That's not true because the moment that you're born, you begin to die. If you think about it, the moment that you go into the world, you start to die because, you know, that's you born. And now, you know, you're just on the slow march towards death. <laughs> you could be like the Deathly Hallows and embrace death like an old friend. Um, thankfully, I... Let me just let me just double check this before I potentially offend my family. I was going to say I thankfully have not been around too much death. Touch wood, touching wood. If you can hear me touching my head, um, 
I thankfully have not been around too much death um, in my family. There's been a few deaths over the years, but um, I feel like some people are for it. Like, some people's families are fucking riddled with it. Like, God forgive me, but some people, I feel like every two seconds I'm talking to them, they're like, oh, yeah, my, oh, my whole family's dead. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what to say to you. Um, I, pro- I don't pro- process death like a normal person. I feel like if anybody really important to me died, I would be absolutely emotionless for six months and then in my kitchen by myself one day I would like accidentally like drop a fork or something and burst into tears and and then not stop crying for like six weeks um but I don't yet like I'm probably the least empathetic person that you will come across I I don't know why um I just don't care (laughs) that's not true I do care I just don't know how to show that I care and I it's like what I talked about in the last episode about um whenever I talk about or whenever I open presents, sorry. And even when I genuinely love the present, I don't know how to show it. I, I That's how I feel about, like, you know, real genuine emotion. I don't know how to, you know, if somebody was like, oh, my, like, such and such died, somebody, you know, really close to them died. I, like, obviously acknowledge that it's very sad, but I don't know how to be like, you know, like, I'm that meme of the person being like, they're there and, like, tapping their friend with a brush. Like, I don't fucking know how to... Like, what do you want? What do you want me to do? I can't bring them back to life. So what the fuck do you want me to do about it? They're dead. Get over it. Move on. <laughs> but I do feel like some people's, some people's families have really bad luck. God forgive me. But I feel like every two seconds, somebody's telling me, you know, oh, this person's dead and that person's dead. And I'm like, oh my God, God, give this person a break, please. But don't, don't give them a break with my family members. <laughs> give them a break with, I don't know, something else. I don't know. Something else. Do my eyebrows. Something else. But yes, today's talk, it's obviously about death. I don't, I have not been, I know I have not had the mis, mispleasure, displeasure, dismiss, whatever. I've not, I've been lucky enough to have not been around death all that much. So I, um, I suppose it's not a bad thing that I don't really know how to process it because I haven't had to process a really, 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 really like major death. Although my auntie did pass away fairly recently there and I was like, that was incredibly sad. That was so, so, so sad. Um, my auntie Bernadette passed away in I think it was July um, and she was like a very large presence in my family and um, my dad was like really it was my dad's sister and he was really really upset about it so that was that was very sad and this will be the first Christmas obviously that she's not been here and I'm not really looking forward to not seeing her around Christmas but hopefully she's up in a better place now um, but yeah so I don't ha- although that so that's probably a good a good thing to talk about. Again, I've written no notes. I just was like, oh, I'll record one about death because I was actually thinking about my auntie Bernadette. She um was really 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 generous woman. This is not going to be a little funny part of the podcast because I really loved her so much. And um, whenever I was uh, doing my GCSE, she bought me a uh, a laptop. Like she bought me my first laptop to do my GCSEs with because obviously at that age you need a laptop to do like your coursework and all that stuff. And she she bought me my first laptop and she gave us like an obscene amount of money her and my auntie carmel even to this day like even last year they both give they give a lot of money every christmas um even though you know i'm 27 my sister's 31 and my brother's coming 33 they still gave it like an insanely generous amount of money to us every christmas and i remember whenever i was finishing my sorry whenever i was finishing whenever i had been fired from my internship um, in between getting my in, my internship finishing and my job at Allen and Overy beginning, I obviously had no money and had no like source of income, and we were going on holidays in August to Bulgaria. Sorry, excuse me, I was about to sneeze. 
Um, we were going on holidays to Bulgaria and there was the final payment and I obviously didn't have any income to pay it. And she like overheard me telling my dad about it. And whenever my dad went to the shop, she like just produced all this money from her handbag and was like, here, like, here you go. And she bought my sister a TV for her. Whenever she bought a house, she bought my sister a TV for her house. She bought me an absolutely enormous TV for my living room whenever I bought my house. And that's why I was sitting thinking about her because the Christmas tree's all up here and like all my presents are under it and stuff. And I was like just watching the TV. And then I was thinking, oh, I was like, my auntie burned up, bought me that TV. That was like, you know, her last kind of act of generosity for me. Um, before she passed away and thankfully she was able she um, w- was on oxygen and stuff so she couldn't move around very much but she was thankfully able to come and see the house before she passed away which was really lovely her and my auntie Carmel and my cousin um, Luke came down to see the house which is really cool um, and I, I, like, I'm very grateful that she was able to do that because death is obviously a very sad thing and it's a very scary thing for a lot of people myself included actually I don't know if I am that scared to die because well <laughs> what I was gonna say was you either go to heaven or there's nothing like I seen it but obviously if you if you speak to depending on who you speak to I could be burning in the fiery pits of hell for being a bumder um but like it's not my fault that I was born absolutely in love with boys sorry that boys are hot um (laughs) god that's so funny depending on who you talk to I'm either on the, the I'm on the shuttle down or the expressway up I choose to believe that everyone goes if you're a genuinely nice person and you don't go out of your way to try to harm other people i believe that you are going to heaven or you will be rewarded in whatever you believe in personally i think it would be class if we all were reincarnated you know like if you came back as an animal or whatever i would probably come back as a fucking slug or some shit but i would like to come back as like one of those big fat ginger house cats or you know like one of those dogs that you see americans have where they have like they have like Paris Hilton's dog where they have their own, basically their own two story house. That's like, you know, some people are homeless and this dog has its own fucking two story house, which is absolutely wild. But that's a topic for another podcast. Not this one, because this one's about death. But you, so I seen a thing on TikTok that was like, I was like, I was like one of the, somebody had put a question in from Reddit. If anybody like sees any of those TikToks where it's like people just taking content from Reddit basically and like the wee automated voice reads out whatever the question was on Reddit and all the responses and it was one of them was about death and it was like what do you think death is going to be like and they were like it's either like oh and somebody sorry I'm totally fucking this up somebody was saying they're like really scared to die because like what like they don't want to just be lying there in a big void of nothingness forever and then somebody made the really good point that you don't remember what it was like before you were born like you don't you have no memory or recollection or idea of how you felt or like no sense of being before you were born so that's what it'll be like when you die you'll just cease to exist which (laughs) is fucking terrifying to think i don't want to cease to exist i'm too hot to leave this planet people need to look at me because i'm gorgeous I <laughs> that really scares me and also do you know what else really scares me I lowered my granny into her grave um, and like I have then then we watched this movie and I have this irrational fear now that like you know what if people aren't dead whenever we put them in the ground what if they're just in like a catatonic state and we're like oh one way ticket to Crooksville see ya and we like are too hasty to chuck them in the ground and then they wake up and they're like ah! and then they're fucking not dead like, my poor granny. 
Like, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> but yeah, death is so weird. Like, death is so, so, so weird. Although, I need to stop saying although as well. Like, what the fuck is happening? Um, what I What I find annoying about death is whenever people, like, almost die. Again, this is me circling back to me being like the least empathetic person ever or just like not having normal human emotions (laughs) or being like like my fam not my family well no I don't think they do my friends definitely say that I I am on some kind of like a spectrum or I have some kind of like you know disorder or something I don't know I like I, I like things a really certain way like for example if whenever I lived at home or whatever if my dad or mom were like oh yeah I'm not gonna be here in the morning then my brain would be like, okay, you'll be alone in the morning. So, you know, you can get up and like get a shower, do whatever, like all the normal things that I would do if people were there anyway. But my brain is like, okay, pencil that in. You'll be, you'll be alone tomorrow from whatever to whatever. And then I would wake up and they would still be there. And it would make my, it would make me like angry. (laughs) It'd make my brain be like, what the fuck's going on? Like you weren't supposed to be here. Even though I'm not doing anything differently. Like, you know, I would be doing, whether they were there or not, I'm doing the exact same thing. You know, I'm getting up, I'm getting my breakfast, I'm getting a shower and I'm getting ready for work. But because my brain was prepared for them to not be there, like it's raging to me and like, makes me absolutely fuming. I don't know what it is about it. It just makes me raging. I'm trying to think of other examples where I am a bit nuts. I, loud noises or like, I know this is, that's maybe not a, that's probably a very common one. Like, I don't really know anybody that, like, absolutely loves loud noises. But they make me raging. Like, they don't, like, I'm not just like, oh, he, 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 that was a little bit loud. I, like, want to punch them in the face until they die for making that noise. I hate it so much. Like, I hate you for making that noise. And I want to hurt you. Don't make that noise again. <laughs> and, like, Stephen will just scream. Like, he'll just scream because he knows it annoys me. And it makes me want to slice him up real good. It makes me want to slice him from his ass to his elbow. But, yeah, so... I can't remember why I started talking about that. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. No, I remember now. So, whenever somebody dies, or whenever somebody almost dies, and people are like, oh, Jesus Christ, isn't that terrible? Oh, he nearly died. Oh, God, he nearly died. Like, okay. But he didn't. So... What now? <laughs> like, what's going to happen now? Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, like, and I'm not talking about if somebody has, you know, like, cancer or something, or somebody has, like, suffered, or, like, been really sick or something, and they, like, have overcome it. That's amazing, and that is a normal human emotion. I can be like, woo Like, that's great, but, you know, whenever somebody's, like, you know, almost steps out in front of a bus or something, and they're like, ah! Oh, my God, I could have almost died. Like, okay. But you didn't. So let's keep it moving. You know, let's <laughs> let's keep it going. You know, you got to keep it pushing, get to tricking. Like, I don't I don't understand what you're talking about. And people are like, oh my God, I could have died. Ah, I could have died. Like, you didn't, but you didn't. So shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and get the fuck out. Get a grip, get a life and get over it. Do you know what I mean? Or whenever people are like, my dad was telling, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Jesus Christ, choked him on spit. My dad was telling me as well about this this time he was in the the bar that he like goes to um where we're in Randallstown where we're from, and then um, he was saying somebody had died I can't remember who it was and I'm not gonna say who it was just I don't well I couldn't even if I wanted to because I don't remember, and I don't remember who said it either, but my dad was telling me you know 
this person was like a pure bastard. <laughs> like they weren't a nice person. And somebody like people were talking about them as if they were. And people were like, people were being like, oh, isn't that terrible? He's dead. Oh, he was lovely fella. He was this and he was that. And he was blah, blah, blah. And I can't remember who it was. My dad said, whoever this person was, just piped up and goes, he was a cunt when he was alive and he's a cunt now he's dead. <laughs> and, <laughs> I think that's so funny because it's so true. I don't understand why people start fucking bum licking whenever somebody's died. Just because they're now dead doesn't automatically absolve them of all the, the bad things that they did when they were alive. You know, like fucking people die. Like serial killers die. They're still serial killers. You know, like domestic abusers die. They're still domestic abusers. People who are just general all round bastards die and they're still a general all round bastard. Like. Do you know what I mean? Just because you're dead doesn't automatically make you, like, a better person. So I I can't remember who said it. I wish I knew who said it because I would tend to agree with them that just because this person is no longer alive doesn't automatically mean that they weren't a cunt. Although, oh my God, there I go saying although again. <laughs> I should put a pound in a jar every time I say although. I noticed as well whenever I'm training people in work, I always go, I always say, one thing I'll say is, or one thing I would say is, Blah, blah, blah. You know, if I'm showing them how to use, like, one of the tools in work. um, Oh, that made me sound like I'm a, like a, oh my God, I'm so gay. I don't even know what you call them. Uh, like a bricklayer or something. Or like a, a joiner. Or like an ironmonger. Something I show them how to use the tools in work. Oh. No, but I just sit at a desk and I train people on my team whenever they're new how to use the tools. And I always be like, oh, you can use it for this and you can do this and here's a little trick I know. And then I, I always catch myself saying, one thing I will say is, one thing I will say is, and I caught myself doing it the other day and now I can't unhear it, which is, c'est ridicule. It's a bloody joke. It annoys the life out of me. Um, oh, I've totally knocked myself off my train of thought. People dying, people, doesn't mean they're not cunts when they're dead. Blah, 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 tools in work. Nope, can't remember. Sorry. <laughs> I can't remember at all. I'm going to have to pause this and go back. Hold on. No, I'll not. I can't be bothered doing that. Um, yeah, whenever, uh, let's talk about when celebrities die. What? Who's a celebrity? Because obviously we don't know celebrities. That's the whole way. They're celebrities. You know, like they're famous people that we don't know, but we like them anyway. Like who's a celebrity that has died that you were genu- genuinely like, oh. Like, I feel really upset about that. And I don't mean, like, you know, when when Michael Jackson died and people were literally wailing in the street and, like, you know, people were throwing themselves down in the middle of the road to try and kill themselves because Michael Jackson had died. Like, yes, I love Michael Jackson as much as the next person, but he was very problematic towards the end. And you didn't fucking know him. Like, his music's still there. Give it a listen. You know, again, get a grip, get a life and get over it. In the words of Alyssa Edwards, get a grip, get a life and get over it. One person that passed away recently that was a celebrity that really made me be like, oh my God, that's so sad, was Sarah Harding from Girls Alive. She passed away. I think she either had breast cancer or throat cancer. I can't remember, um, which is terrible because I really was a big fan of Girls Alive. Um, but that's somebody who made me feel, uh, like she, her passing away really made me be like, oh my God, that's so sad. And like made me sad, over, like which is, if you think about it, ridiculous because, you know, I would be, my emotion, I would struggle to get the emotions for someone that I was really personally close to if they passed away for a good while. Like, you know, I'd have to process my emotions in private. But this person that I didn't even know and she didn't know I existed 
and I didn't know her, she was making me, it made me sad that she had passed away. Do you know what I mean? Like, because Girls Alive were my first concert. Like, uh, I don't even know how to, like, articulate it. Like, they were my first concert. They were, like, a really big part of, like, me being gay. Like, you know, like, a little closeted gay boy, like, listening to their music and watching their music videos and stuff because they were, like, fucking every week gay boy loves girl bands. Oh, actually, that was a massive cliche. Um, massive stereotype, sorry. Um, every... You know, like, I loved all their songs. She was so young. Like, she, she would have only turned 40 there on the 17th of November. And, and now, like, she's not here anymore. And, like, all the the other girls from Girls Aloud were, like, posting about it. And Cheryl cancelled a load of stuff because she was, like, grief-stricken and all that stuff. So, like, it's really, really sad. I'm trying to think of any other celebrities that have, that have passed away where I've been, like, oh my, like, Amy Winehouse. Whenever she passed away, I was very, like, oh, that's so sad. Because, like, she was so talented and was, like, so successful and was only becoming more successful. And she just couldn't seem to, like get away from drugs and stuff and it was just very sad it was very sad indeed so i don't know how to i just uh i just don't like that i don't like it at all i don't like it um i mean death's like death is just not good in any you know situation although <gasps> how do you feel about euthanasia you're gonna get whiplash from me flinging myself around all these different topics about death. But how do you feel about euthanasia? Would you would you want to be euthanized? Um, let let me get a little. Let me hold on. Let me give you a scenario, scenario, and a scenario. Would you want to be euthanized if, you know, say I'll give you two to get, I'll give you two scenarios. You can let me know as well. You can DM me after this. I understand this is not interactive. Although on the I, I use the Anchor app to record these. You can make it interactive like I could do this live I could do this recording live and then anybody who wanted to listen to me doing it live could and you could interact with me and like do um questions and stuff so I don't know if I have enough people (laughs) I don't think there's enough people listening to this yet for me to do that um but if you ever wanted me to try it I could and then you would see how really unhinged this shit is because I don't, I have no s- structure or script. I just hit record and start talking, as you know. But if you want me to do that, let me, you can DM me and let me know and I'll maybe give it a go. There would probably only be like three people on it, but still, that would be three friends I've made. But yes, back to euthanasia. <laughs> would you want, if, right, would you want to be euthanized if you were, you know, like 115 or something and, you know, all your friends and family were dead. Everybody you'd, like, known and loved had passed away. And you were, like, in an assisted living facility. And you weren't really living. You were just kind of... They were just keeping you alive. You know, you weren't in poor health or anything. You were just so old that you couldn't... You know, you weren't working anymore. You couldn't... You know, you're not as mobile because you're 115 years old. Like, would you want to be euthanized rather than be alive and have to just, you know, have people come in and get you up in the morning and everybody brings you your food. You, you don't really have any independence. You can't go anywhere or do anything. Nobody's coming to visit you or anything because, you know, you're 115 you've outlived all your friends and family. You know, if you had children, they're all dead. You know, all, all your grandkids are... They're all teddy bread. Everybody's fucking gone for the long walk. Like, would you want to be euthanized? <clears throat> I want to die first. In my, I want to die first in my family, you know, like I want to die before my brother and sister, my mum and my dad, because I, you know, going back to the process and emotions thing, I don't know if, I don't know how I would process that and I would rather not find out. So I would like to be like, see ya, and like croak at first. I, I have always had this sense of like impending doom in that I would die young 
But here we are at 27. I know 27 is not old. 27, about to turn 28. <laughs> and not dead yet. And God knows I've tried. <gasps> God forgive me, I haven't. I mean, I mean I'm a, God, that sounded like I had tried to kill myself. <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> I meant, you know, I'm a mental driver. I used to drink loads and loads and loads of vodka all, all the time. I drank Diet Coke like someone's going to take it off me. Oh, Jesus, that sounded like I tried to kill myself. I didn't. Don't be spreading that rumour. Don't be telling anyone. Don't be spreading that rumour. I never did that. Um, God, that's knocked me for six. <laughs> but yes, I would like to go first. I always had this sense that um, I was going to go first. And I did read about it. Now, I can't remember... I can't remember exactly what it said because... I just I didn't I wasn't looking for it it just appeared you know I was on TikTok or something and it was like people who have like experienced such and such and such and such always have this sense of like not being able to imagine themselves old or picture themselves old and that's me I can't ever imagine myself you know being like a 56 year old dad and you know having to like you know go to my daughter's wedding or anything like that so I, I'll maybe read up on that and then I could I could post that bit about it. I don't know. That's probably a bit more, but I don't really want to do that. So I'm not doing it. Shut up. I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not doing it. Um, what's everyone having for the tea? I'm having jacket tater, tuna mayo, salad, and a bit of garlic bread. Ah! <laughs> but yes, yeah, so back to euthanasia. Sorry, I keep getting sidetracked. Would you want to be euthanized, obviously, if you are going to be super, super, super old and everyone you know and love is long dead? I would because... I, like, love my family and my friends and that they're, like, my whole life, like everybody else in the world, I suppose. Um, and I wouldn't want to be... I also love my own space and I don't, like... Like, I wouldn't want anybody having to come in and wash me and, you know, having to come in and feed me and stuff. You know, if I was to lose my independence in that sense, I would want to just be like, <laughs> you know, pull the plug, can I mash me up because I'm a vegetable. I wouldn't want that. You know, everybody's different. Obviously, some people are like, no, I want to live as long as possible. I'm not one of those people. You know, the minute that I can't bend down to, like, do my own shoes without, like, falling over and cracking my head open or the minute I can't, like, wipe my own ass or make my own dinner and feed myself, I don't want to know you. You can you can find me going for the long walk. I'll be on the golden escalator up to see Jesus H. I hope. Either that, I'll be on the way down to see Satan for a good kiss because that's where all the fags go. <laughs> um. Second scenario then, would you, I was watching, was it Scrubs? It was Scrubs and this woman had, now the doctors listening, uh, quite a few of my friends are doctors, so you'll be able to tell me what the name for the syndrome, the syndrome in the medicine, the syndrome is called, where the person is like fully aware, but they're being like basically entombed in their own body, like their their muscles are turned into like stone, quote unquote, and they just can't move anymore, but they're like completely alert and completely aware of everything that's going on around them. I think this episode of Scrubs, that's what that woman had. And she was like trying to kill herself because she knew that she was eventually going to become like a vegetable in her body, but be like, you know, completely aware. So she would be almost as if she was like paralyzed from like the neck down or probably the, her entire body. I can't remember. I would need to rewatch the episode. But she was fully, you know, mentally aware. I think I would want that too. I don't think I would like to be... I think I'd want to be dead instead of that. Like, that would be absolutely terrible. That would be horrendous. God, this is a really dark episode. Usually I try to keep these like, ha ha, hee hoo, like really funny and lighthearted, but I suppose you can't really be too lighthearted about death. So, 
you can let me know you can dm me and let me know what you think about that um what about those scenarios or is there another scenario where you think euthanasia should be allowed or what do you how do you feel about euthanasia you can is there is it sweden or switzerland you can go and get euthanized but i don't think i don't know if it's legal anywhere else and i mean like i suppose you have to be completely compassmentous to be able to be like yes I would like to be euthanized. And I think you have to go through like obviously a whole blah, 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 of like counseling and all that crack to be like, are you sure you want to not be alive anymore? Because obviously that's like a, not the kind of decision you can be like, it's not like a tattoo. You can't just go and be like, whoopsies and get it reversed because you're fucking worm fed. You know, you're Matilda Wormwood. So yeah, but death is just, I, I don't want to find out how it is anytime soon. I'll tell you that for free. I'll be telling you that and I'll be telling you no more. I, I don't want to find out how that, how that, what that experience is like anytime soon, but I always imagine that I, well, I, I hope that I don't have to like see what it's like without my, you know, like my brother and sister, and my mom and my dad and stuff. Although I'm sure they won't be, won't, don't ever, Niall or Nilla, if you're listening to this, don't ever tell mom I said that because she'd be like, what? <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> this is a very morbid episode. I feel like this would have been a good episode to have somebody else on Do you know what I mean you know I feel like this would have been a good episode to have a, like a somebody to chat about this with because everybody has like different perspectives around death and stuff and like you know people who have lost like somebody really close to them about how it like changed their perspective on life and all that stuff and um, so that would be like and, and then it comes back to the whole thing about like work and you know where people are like oh like, don't, don't be doing all that mad shit for work because, like, if you passed away, they would replace you in a month sort of thing. Like, th- that's what I always think about, too. Be like, you're not going to be... I, this is, again, I, I spend too much time on TikTok. I saw, like, somebody on TikTok saying, you know, like, I always turn down over time and just, like, as soon as the clock strikes, like, five, I close the laptop when I'm away because you're not going to be lying on your deathbed thinking, oh, thank God, I, I like, I gave so much to that job. Like, you're going to be on your deathbed thinking, like, oh, thank God, I... you or Sorry, you want to be on your deathbed thinking... I, I thank God I spent so much time with my family, you know, thank God I did all those lovely things and made all those lovely memories, like not, thank God I was able to get that email across because I worked until nine o'clock that night, you know, all that sort of shit. So if you if this is you needing an intervention, this is it. Stop working so hard, it's not worth it. I'm just naturally gifted where I can work really hard within the time limit that I'm given. So <laughs> no, I'm only joking, but we'll leave it there because we've talked about death for long enough if he's, this is this comes out on a monday as well um so you'll probably already be wanting to off yourself this monday when it comes out i know i certainly will be because i've been off this week and i'm re- recording this on a thursday night so we don't have to record it on saturday morning because i'm going out on saturday night with my family for christmas um and i know whenever this comes out on monday i'm gonna have to be get to be fit and to be have to be wanting to be off in myself because i'll be back to work after a week off but I can't be too annoyed because we've only two week, two week work then and it's Christmas and I'm off again. So you can shut the fuck up, slap me thrice and hand me to my mama. But yeah, so once again, thank you so much for listening. If you've managed to listen the entire way through, thank you so much. Again, this is just something I do for fun. I really, really, really love doing it. And as long as you enjoy listening to it, I will continue to do it. Please, if you have any pointers or tips or hints or tricks or input or feedback that you would like to give me around the way that I do them, the way that I talk in them, if I talk too quickly, if I don't enunciate what you want to hear me talk about, um, you know, anything like that. I'm not precious about my work. That's what I always say in work. 
you know, if I do a project or whatever and someone's like, mm, let me do this, this, this and this to, to change it. I'm like, that's fine. I'm not precious about it. I, I recognize that I don't know everything in the world. And the minute that you think that you do is the minute that you become an absolute ball bag and a bastard too. So if there's anything that you would like me to talk about or anything that you think I could be doing better or anything that you like that you don't want me to change, you can let me know. You can DM me at Keely T on Instagram slash at Keely Talks. Um, I'm not good at running two Instagram accounts. I'm barely good at running my own personal Instagram account. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not, I don't work. I'm not a fucking digital marketing manager. So stop shouting at me. But thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. <laughs> Goodbye.